creating and rekindling memories. NHR. That is, of course, The South and Don't Marry Her. Have me performed live. And I'm so pleased to welcome to the, uh, the programme uh, the lady whose vocals you heard there, Alison Wheeler. Good morning, Alison. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. I'm up in Morecambe. I haven't done a gig last night. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry to get you up so early uh, for this, but... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's lovely to have you on. And the one thing about the album track and that is that you've got to be very careful with the album track, play the single. Um, but uh, that, that's absolutely fine. Alison, uh, now tell us a little bit about what you were doing music-wise before joining the Beautiful South. Oh, that's a question I haven't been asked before. Uh, <laughs> before joining the Beautiful South, I was doing many, many uh, projects trying to get an inroad into the music industry. came to London... Um, well, sorry, I'm, I'm presuming you mean when I joined the Beautiful South or when, when the South came about? Uh, b- well, before you joined, uh, because uh, you were in the Beautiful South and, uh, well, yes, and then, and then sort of it split up and then it became the South, didn't it? So before you actually joined the band itself, um, uh, what, what were you doing? Uh, kind of left university, came to London to try and make inroads in the music industry and uh, temps during the day and then in the evenings I'd be doing multiple projects. Um, and, I mean, it was knocking on all those doors, doing all these projects, which actually led eventually to, uh, led eventually to me meeting Dave Hemingway. And uh, if I hadn't been doing that one project, which was a gospel choir, uh, which I was in for three years, uh, three of us got asked to do a session on, a, on an album recording. It turned out to be Dave Hemingway's. So it was like a... Uh, people say I was very lucky, but the kind of like the more projects I was doing, eventually uh, one door opened and there it was. And I met Dave Hemingway and... Uh, the rest is history, really. He recommended me to the band, and uh, we took it from there. And, uh, and, and, and of course, as you say, the, the rest is history. So we, we know the beautiful South. We know all the brilliant music the beautiful South uh, made. Uh, and then, of course, they split up in 2007. Um, I mean, was it an, an easy decision to, to carry on the band in a reformed state after, after the beautiful uh, South split up? Because, I mean, the music is just so... It's, it's just really good pop music, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, I was relatively mortified compared to the boys who'd been doing it since 89. I was still a bit of a, a, a green apple and it was all new to me. So, uh, yeah, it was really sad. I think everybody was uh, a bit shell-shocked when it, when it, time was called on the band. And I went back to London and, and thought, well, OK, what do I do now? Time to start all over again, start working on different projects. And uh, it was uh, a couple of weeks later that Dave said the drummer with the Beautiful South called everybody up independent, individually and said, uh, this is all I am, this is all I know, this is all I want to do. Would you consider coming back out on the road in some form? I'm going to ask every member of the band. And at the time, um, at the live band, there was nine of us on stage uh, and six of us said we wanted to go forward. So uh, it was quite a large contingency. And over the years, we've had band lineup changes uh, uh, to where we are now. But we actually didn't hit the road till 2009 because I was pregnant with my second child. Uh, so I had to have a bit of a forced hiatus before we got back on the road again. Now, when you joined the Beautiful South, um, who named you Alison Lady Wheeler and why? <laughs> well, um, the boys have obviously got a very uh, funny sense of humour and uh, they're all from up north. And I'm from so as far as they're concerned, I'm a southerner, which was uh, always debatable. I'm kind of neither a northerner nor a southerner, uh, which they thought obviously just synonymous with the... Uh, 
uh, posh southerners and also I was fortunate enough to go to Cambridge University so that was enough to tilt it in favour of they just out of pure fun called me Lady Wheeler and would often uh, apologise for their potty mouths in front of me but obviously uh, I picked up as many bad habits with them on the road over the years. <laughs> now then the South it's more more of a touring band than a recording project uh, but I mean you've recorded some albums and one with Dave Hemingway uh, and also a project with uh, Amanda is it Frolic um, for children tell us a bit about that. Yeah, I met Amanda when I was taking my children to music classes, kind of like um, fun dropping classes. And she's just a great uh, champion for women in business. And she's always networking. She asked me what I did and we got talking. And she was like, well, we should work together. Uh, and I've actually worked on three of her albums. Um, started off initially singing and now I'm writing stuff for her. Um, and we were quite busy. Uh, we've done, <laughs> during covid Ironically, before COVID hit, we'd done a song about washing your hands. Um, so we released that during COVID to really push kind of awareness for children and keeping their hands clean. And the money went to the Trussell Trust uh, for any proceeds from that song. And then um, she said, during lockdown, we really need to write a song about mental health. I think children are suffering. We need to make sure that they feel they're not alone. And um, I actually wrote a song uh, called Time to Shine. And uh, we knocked Baby Shark off the charts in the children's charts, which was uh, quite an achievement, quite a nice accolade to have. And again, all the money went to uh, the Mental Health Trust. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a really rewarding project to work on. It's tested my writing skills a bit more and my production skills. And, uh, yeah, I think we're still going to be working together going forward. Marvellous. Well, we can look forward to uh, to that. Now then, the South, It's uh, it, and you mentioned sort of how many people were in the band. It's now, if I'm rightly thinking, is a nine-piece um, band um, with, with Gaz Bertels uh, sharing lead vocals with yourself. Uh, when you travel on, on tour, do, do you all travel together? Is it like one big bus or, or do you all meet up at the venue? Or what, how, how do you not travel? Uh, it depends on where the gig is, and uh, it's not a, a plush, massive tour bus, as you imagine. It's, uh, we're kind of keeping costs down, bless Gaz. I mean, I think he'd tidy up after the gig as well if you let him, but he drives <laughs> us everywhere in the minibus. Um, he's not a very good passenger, because I think he gets travel sick, so he's quite happy to drive. And then occasionally we'll have a, a, a demanding schedule covering many miles, and we might have a tour bus, which is always a bit of a laugh, uh, I think uh, there's very little rest uh, happens on a tour bus when it's a proper double-decker with beds. Uh, that's always a lot of fun. And then the rest of the time, I'm, I'm hopping on the train and uh, coming to meet the guys. Like today, we came up to Morecambe for one gig. We all drove independently. I got the train, and uh, it kind of varies from tour to tour. Now, on the 3rd of June, of course, you're at the Hairy Dog in Derby. Um, so is that going to be uh, sort of you know, sort of just popping on a train or is it going to be the tour bus? Um, how, how are you going to roll up to Derby? It's going to be a lovely week, actually, with the whole uh, Jubilee Festival kind of weekend. We'll be uh, doing a couple of really nice gigs that weekend. So uh, Hairy Dog is first of three. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be uh, staying in a hotel, which is always a bit of a treat for us. A working mom. Um, it's always quite nice to just get home to a hotel room. So uh, yeah, we'll be touring on the minibus for that weekend. Marvelous stuff. And, and yeah, when, when you've, t- I mean, do you take the the, the kids along with you uh, on on tour, or is it a case of you know sort of two separate lives, the home life and the and the touring life? Uh, it's a, a 
mix of both, really. A lot of the time I'm, I'm away at the weekends, which a lot of the friends and family are like, oh, that must be hard. I was like, well, think about it. I get to obviously uh, be a mum at home during the week and then kick my heels up at the weekend. It's, it's perfect balance, really. <laughs> Uh, and occasionally they'd come to festivals. At the beginning, they were like, I don't want you to go, Mum, please don't. And uh, now they're old enough to understand that I do something that I really love. They've come along to gigs and they've, they've said to me afterwards, I get it, I completely understand now, because they can see the audience singing back at you and uh, there's nothing quite like it. Nah, nah, brilliant stuff as well. Are they a, are they a fan of the music of, of the South and the beautiful South? Or, or do they have their own sort of little musical sort of niche? Uh, well, I mean, there's osmosis being played around them. I think yeah. their dad's uh, force-fed them the back catalogue, but they, they know all the songs. And uh, But they're like any young teenager. They're TikToking all the way. Yeah. So uh, they have a the attention span of a gnat, I think. They'll <laughs> listen to about 30 seconds of a song and then move on to the next one. Oh dear. What can we expect then from, from a gig from the South when people uh, go over to Derby, and, and Derby people obviously uh, there as well, they're going to. Uh, what can we expect from a, a South gig? I try and explain. It's one of those bands where um, I have friends who come along and say, "Oh, well, I'm coming to support you. I don't really know many songs." But after the gig, their their jaws on the floor. They just can't believe how many songs they do. I think it's one of those bands where it's all the songs they're locked in deep down in you somewhere, and you'll be surprised at how many you know. And it's just a great atmosphere. We have uh, fans who come again and again within the year because they understand it's. It's a real laugh. Everybody gets on so well. The audience really get involved. And it's a, just a, a lovely evening of singing what is a great back catalogue of music and really enjoying the atmosphere. And I can't, I can't fault uh, what I do. I, I love what I do. And, uh, I just, we're as good as the audience at the end of the day. And we've been blessed up until now with the most amazing reaction. Well, I think just by listening to that that first track that we played there, you, you can tell the audience really, really love uh, the, the the sort of to and fro uh, with, with the band and, and you know and sort of singing along uh, with that. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's nice that you said that. You know, people sort of don't realise that they they know so many songs uh, from the band as well. And when you think you know a little time, I mean, that got to number one. Everybody knows that. And of course, um, song for uh, song for whoever. Um, and of course, Rotterdam. I love Rotterdam. And uh, uh, the, the track that we're going to play in a bit perfect 10 uh, th- there's so many to choose from and they're, they're great sing-along songs as well for the audience aren't they yeah we encourage it from the very beginning I mean, I mean you'd think little time is a bit quiet and sad and slow but they will give it 110 percent when when they recognize the song uh, yeah it, it's it's we encourage people to get up dance get up and sing, sing in your seats, take your videos, make videos, take photos. It's, it's all about having as good a time as possible. Having a party on stage, and that means that everybody has a party in, in the room as well. Now then, the 3rd of June isn't the only time that you're going to be sort of around uh, the, the Midlands area as well, uh, because a little bit later on in the year, on the 7th of September, uh, you're going to be at Mansfield Palace Theatre as well, which is a brilliant theatre. Have you been to the Mansfield Palace before? I can't recall off the top of my head, I'm afraid, but um, I always like doing anything based around the Midlands because I can pull all my relatives out of the, yeah. their mothballs and they can come and see me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of pulling the relatives out of mothballs. Uh, so 7th of <laughs> September, Mansfield Palace it, and then in October, uh, you're sort of a, a little bit further away from Nottingham, but it's at Newark, Newark Palace Theatre as well, so two palace theatres. 
uh, coming up. Uh, 7th of September, Mansfield Palace Theatre. 2nd of October, Newark Palace Theatre. And of course, uh, this upcoming uh, Jubilee weekend, 3rd of June at the Hairy Dog in Derby. Uh, so how can people find out more about the South and, and where to see the band live? Well, the best bet is to go online, really. The website, thesouth.co.uk, um, there is a ticket section there which will give you a list of all the dates and links to if you want to buy any of the tickets. Um, yeah, I recommend people come along. It's one of those bands where I, I hope you'll have an amazing night and you'll go back with a smile on your face. Brilliant stuff. Um, so the next time that we can see you, 3rd of June, the Hairy Dog at Derby. Uh, just before we do let you go, after you've finished um, a gig, what's the first thing... You know, that, that you do. Is it a case of kicking off the shoes and putting your feet up, or, or is it a drink, a bacon butty? What, what do you look forward to, as, you know, sort of when you finish the gig? It's usually the band kind of decompress in a pub, really. We normally head to the nearest Weatherspoons and uh, have as many drinks as we can. <laughs> <laughs> Good old rock and roll band style stuff, uh, sort of stuff, isn't it? So brilliant stuff. Well, look, thank you so much for taking your time out on Sunday morning. I know how busy uh, you and, and the rest of the band are, of course. Uh, so thank you for talking to us this morning. Um, and uh, we'll send everyone along to the Hairy Dog in Derby on the 3rd of June. Um, what, what's the rest of Sunday lined up for yourself, Alison? I've got a, a four-hour train ride, um, so I'm debating whether I uh, do a few e- emails or watch uh, Netflix all the way home. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'll leave you to decide that. <laughs> so, but thank you so much, and have a wonderful Sunday. It's been lovely speaking to you. Nice to speak to you. Take care. Take care, Alison. Bye. <laughs>